Tina Turner did. Um, you're rolling like Ike, honey. <laughs> what okay. are you eating? I'm eating a vitamin D so I don't die of COVID. Vitamin D? I thought, um. Yes, you it's eat like, a lot of it too. You eat a lot of it too, but you like the kind, heard, that comes, you like the kind with the liquid center, darling. Okay. I heard, I heard that you like that vitamin P. Um, Punjabi rice? You're absolutely <laughs> right. You are so, so right. <laughs> <laughs> is that Jay in the background? Should we just introduce Jay DeFeo, our producer? Oh, producer. Jay, is Jay not going to say anything now? Oh, I thought you okay. were talking about my weight. You said, I thought you said my, my weight was high, Jay. You're going to just well, step in here? Given. That's a given, girl. Are you sitting here trying to fat shame me on my own podcast? Because I think that might also be transphobic. It's <laughs> definitely ageist. Oh, my God. <laughs> Lady Bunny, the Huluween drag extravaganza is officially out. Yes, it is. All month in October. Screaming on Hulu. It's cute. Screaming I loved it. I loved it. I loved it, too. I think it's very cute. I love I had. I never heard. So... With the Halloween drag shavagons are streaming on Hulu, as Lady Bunny said, all month long with Ginger and myself, we get sucked into this television, this creepy old television, and we're transported we're, and we're transported into a world of of dungeons, demons, goblins, and ghouls. And um, so it's basically us hosting a show with a bunch of sketches and songs. And um, this <laughs> Lady Bunny reprises her role as Peppa in this drag shavagons, and it was very hot to see Peppa. Peppa needs a nose job, so let's hope you see her in a few more things. <laughs> Wait, would you ever get a nose job? Are you, you kidding me? When I started, did I do it? No, I said, I've never. Do you believe in? Do you believe in plastic surgery? Of course I do. Oh, work. Yeah. So you oh, would get I mean, a nose job? Oh, I would get a chin, second chin removed, and the first one yanked up. I would get a, I would get the whole, the mid facelift for sure. I would definitely whittle the nose. Kind of, honey, you look at some old men that are white. <laughs> oh, darling, the ear and the nose that are cartilage, they continue to grow. No matter. So I don't care whatever else you look like or whatever else with you taking with human growth hormones. You're 75 and you look 30. I don't know what you're taking, but girl, you can tell from those. 
Okay, wait. I did not know that. I did not know that your nose and your ear. I didn't. I did Honey, not know that okay. cartilage continues to grow. Is that true? Yes. Look up. Look up Jimmy Durante. I'm looking at him right now. Jimmy who is Durante. one of who is an Italian singer, one of Jay DeFeo's compatriots. Am I right, Jay? Oh yeah, okay. I'm looking at Jimmy. Do, um, okay. Oh, looking, oh my God, his nose! <laughs> Jesus Christ, that is wretched. <laughs> my people. Oh. <laughs> I mean, okay. I okay. I don't mean to say like, not as it. It just grew. I didn't realize it, it. It really did grow a lot. I didn't know that that was a thing. Also, I'm looking at a picture. I thought that was his nose. It's a bandage on his nose. Um, if you if you just Google Jimmy Durante, it is on the Google Square. It's the one, two, three, four, five, six one down. I thought that was his nose, but it's a bandage. But all that being said, his nose did grow a lot over his life. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Wow. Well, honey, the, all of ours do, unless we want to. And I saw Pepper saw one of her close-ups in that phone sex skit on the Halloween drag extravaganza, and I was like, "Oh, girl, you might need to s- s- lay down for a bit." <laughs> You need to so, lay down and get that thing chopped. Off. Lady Bunny is the is the Jimmy Durante of drag. We love. No, no. I please, but I like the fact that it had a little plot, the Huluine thing. I like that that you know with the book and I whatever. I thought so too. Thought, Some people said they didn't have a plot. Um, some people that I spoke to, and I was like, I does have a plot. We get sucked. We get sucked into the TV, and I think that it's very like SNL. And all the sketches inside of the main plot, there aren't like many. Like there are a few subplots, obviously, with like Monique and them and the slashes. Every every little vignette, every little sketch has this little thing. But I don't think there needs to be. It needs to be like a big story, like from beginning to end. Every story connected. I don't think it needs to be that. And I'm I'm very happy with it with how it came out. Yeah, I mean, it was you and Ginger were great. As Thank hosts, you. and um, you know, I, as I say, I love your opera diction when you say "tonight," and you hear that T, <laughs> you hear that, hear that good T, yeah, T. You want to hear that T, honey? You want to hear the T? The Tina girl. She can use tonight. And it was my first time hearing you and Jackie's song. It was so funny. Yeah, that was cute. I'm glad they let, uh, you know, Jackie put, you know, some of her own humor in there. And hey, I'm 60 years old, and that's the first time I've sang a duet with anybody, and uh, and really? a, with a, that included a fart joke. So if I got a fart joke onto Hulu, that's my life. I can die happy. That's, <laughs> that, that was my that was my goal. But no, I thought our number was cute, and um, I uh, yeah, I, I mean, it it just seemed wacky. It just seemed like a variety show. Yeah, that's what I thought. I didn't think that it needed to have this like big story about the whole thing. I, I mean, Me some, people, some people yeah. think that the skits could have more cohesion with the plot, but I don't think that I, I don't think that it has to. I mean, does I it sometime? So I mean, not when you've got a bunch of queens, you know, Selene Luna, Mario Diaz, yeah, Diaz uh, yeah. drag race stars like Juju B, Manila Mohart, and who's the other one? Oh, Ginger. And you. Gingerman's, yeah. Yeah. So it was good. I'm very, I'm very happy with it. Um oh Landon uh-huh. Cider. Landon Cider. Oh, Landon Cider was also there. Landon, um, thank you, Jay. I, Landon Cider is very I I have I, you know, my between me down there I got a little excited when I saw Landon Cider in Fooling Geesh. I was like, Okay, oh. please, 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 Lamone, do not implicate yourself here. 
and let everyone know that you are such a lusty monster that you were drooling after someone on set, probably, possibly making it uncomfortable for him. Well, that's how the steaks felt when you were drooling them at lunch, bitch. But here we are. You made the fucking oh. steaks uncomfortable. Oh, bitch, you need to be burned at the stake. I like that the special exposed what a true tramp you are, Monet, as if any of us needed any more proof <laughs> of that. Uh, but when, when, when the first time you, Ginger said, let's go to the bathroom, she, she's like, go to the bathroom. And you're like, yeah, let's go together. I'm like, what a tramp. You don't even know what you're saying. You know, is, is she going to get some drugs in the bathroom? Is she going to have sex with Ginger? Then when Manila finished her newscaster thing with the blonde wig, there's you saying, ooh, I wouldn't mind having a piece of her. I said, yeah, come on, Monet. Show everybody the true tramp that yeah, you because, are. Yeah, because like you, I don't, I don't moonlight as something that I'm not. I don't pretend to, to be something that I'm not. No. I'm a whore, a tramp, and a slut, and no, I do it on film, in reality, and no. on television. No, 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 there's more. We didn't find out who you really were until the end when your eye glowed like the devil and a shiver <laughs> went down every spine in America. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but, you know, hopefully Hulu does more specials. Let's do a St. Patrick's Day one. Let's do a Valentine's Day one. We should do an Easter one and just really subvert the whole fucking religious aspect of it and just get wild. I would love that. Wait, oh, wait. Did you say an Easter version? Because I have mm -hmm. no idea who would star in the Easter one. Uh-huh. Do you have any, you have really no ideas, Lady Bunny? Maybe someone connected with Bunny somehow? <laughs> could be cute. No, not bad, Bunny, but he could get it. Ooh, honey. He can Bugs Bunny? He can perform on top of me, honey. Imagine if we did the Easter drag extravaganza and fucking Bad Bunny's a special guest. Honey, we might be one of, need to be on his eggs before then, honey. Webos. <laughs> I would love him to fertilize my huevos, honey. Honey, fertilize them. but don't do it because you know that he wants me like every man. Uh, which man? <laughs> my father. <laughs> anyway, I think we should we should do we should talk about a few headlines. Okay, um, we haven't done so in a little bit. So here we go. Headliners. Um, Lady Bunny, I know, I just know. You, there's no way that Lady Bunny exists on this world. You don't have opinions about the new Jeffrey Dahmer Netflix series. Have you watched any of it yet? You know, I did not see it, but oh. I am aware of some of the hubbub around it, which even extends to Kesha, who is the musical guest on the Halloween, uh, you know, special. She performs the song Cannibal, and so she was Cannibal. trending last weekend because. She was, uh, they, had, they had muted one of the lines and people felt different ways about it. And then, you know, Kesha's fans will say stuff like, can you be nice? The woman got over this, you know, like abusive relationship as if that has anything, you know, to do. It was just so, 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 so kooky uh, to see all that stuff happening. That. Yeah, it was, it was, um, it was, it, it, it's just like, can y'all not, like, you like Kesha. Can y'all not just like Kesha? <laughs> Everything's got to be, you know, uh, you know, um, kind of, 
you know, sitting. But anyway, what's the topic again, honey? I'm stupid. The Dahmer, the, the Jeffrey oh. Dahmer documentary on Netflix. Well, docu-series on Netflix. Right, right. That's what, that's what I was trying to go into. She's saying cannibal was clear. And so, so now when it, when it started, I've, so this is some of the hubbub that I've seen. I've seen um, people of color on Twitter criticizing the trend of white people making TikTok videos saying that the gore and the blood and the death does not affect them at all. And, um, and, and, okay, and, wait. And, and people on TikTok are saying that the... People wait, of color, I, people, people of uh -huh. color and politically correct people are saying on Twitter that there's a trend of TikTok videos made by young white women who are mm -hmm. saying, I did not, you know, because you know how if there's a dance or whatever, you, guess what you do? You do, you upload your video of TikTok doing it. So this is the new trend. And they go to talk about how Jeffrey Dahmer, the movie didn't really bother them. They didn't think it was that gory, even though he's like eating his victims, killing, cooking. I mean, I don't know how grotesque it was because I haven't seen it. But, um, you know, I, I thought that was fascinating. Like, why would, I mean, why would you make a video like that? You saw a movie, you thought you weren't that bothered by it. I mean, I haven't been able to watch. That, that's one of the few streaming services I do have. And I haven't been able to watch it yet, but it does make me a little bit queasy. I mean, killing's one thing. Eating, I don't know. I, don't I mean, know. I mean, you think about movies like um, Hannibal, like right, like that's like this. This is not new. I think that. I think that. I mean, I've did not. I watched the second episode of the series. Um, my boyfriend and I were hanging out, and he saw the first episode, and we watched the second episode together. And so, in the second episode of the series, that's all I've seen. There was not anything super gory. They, they, they allude to a lot of things, like, like for example, the second episode ends with him getting that, um, getting. The victim back into his house. But the, but girl, girl, what's the what's the point of the Jeffrey Dahmer show if there's nothing? If it's a ten series long and it's a series with ten episodes, well, I'm and sure, got, 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 got nothing uh, <laughs> gory. I'm the sure they episode. do. No, no, no. I'm sure. I'm sure they do. Just what I've seen, I have not seen that. It's like the second episode ends. He gets the victim back into his house, and then you see him pick up a drill, and then you hear the and then the, and then the camera. Faye, um, goes to the hallway of Jeffrey's apartment. You don't see anything. You just hear the drilling, like so. You're you you can assume that he's drilling into this guy's head to do whatever. But so the episode I saw, you didn't see anything gory. I can only imagine. I, okay. I mean, I would think that it probably does get. You probably they, they probably do show they, they do show stuff, but it, it's just the beginning of the series. It's ten episodes long. But well, I mean, I don't think there's anything weird with people reacting to gore. I mean, lots of horror movies have gore, and this is a horror docuseries, so it's not shocking to me that there's going to be horror because we know what Jeffrey Dahmer did. He yeah. would he would cannibalize his victims, so we, one would assume that's going to be in the series. Yes, there has been um, some of the hubbub has been around. Should you enjoy it? Not mm -hmm. just because Jeffrey Dahmer was uh, attractive, like some people found that they found the actor attractive and were kind of like dismissed on social media as gross um, because you're not, you're that as if that belittles the deaths and, to, and particularly if white people are doing it as if they're belittling the deaths of people of color, 
which I just, I, I is that the, correct? That's what his victims are? I, I never followed that. I'm, I'm not that gruesome. He had 17, he had 17 victims and 14 of them were, were, were people of color. Mm-hmm. Um, so an overwhelming majority of his victims were people of color. Okay. So, so, so is, so maybe the mark, the movie was marketed as a super sinister and these girls are doing these TikTok videos now, not because it's necessarily a trend, but because the movie was marketed as much more gross than it is. Cause honey, if I'm in episode two of the Jeffrey Dahmer story, yes, I want to see something grotesque. I mean, why would you watch that unless you did? Yeah, well, I think a big a big conversation <laughs> we're having are is that some of the victims, some of the victims' families are like where where they weren't consulted with um, that this was coming out. And again, there's That's been right. That's right. I think I think there've been like 14 Jeffrey Dahmer documentaries, films, whatever the case may be, like 14, like over at least 14 things about Jeffrey Dahmer and oh, the victims. And I think people are saying that a lot of the victims, some of the victims' families, they're like. It's just traumatizing to relive this over again. And Ryan Murphy did not consult some of the people, um, right. some, some of the family members. So it's like having to relive this thing over and over again. And whereas Netflix and Ryan Murphy stand to profit and make lots of money. Again, I don't know what the dollar number is, but there clearly is profit to be made. You know this as well as I know. Putting on these productions, you are uh, hundreds of people are involved in making these things come to life, and actors and people who work behind the camera, whatever, whatever, executives, etc. So there's a lot of money being made, and it's like the, the the case is. I mean, the argument that I've been hearing is that if all this money is being made off of these people's trauma, like reward, not I guess reward is the wrong word, but compensate them for having to relive this over and over and over again. You know, because they are literally like, they're like, they're like, they're like, they're like reenactments, like, like, like outfit look like reenactments of like exactly what these people are wearing, exactly what they said, like all of their things like being put into the series and they have no, and they're not getting any compensation from it. Good to know. That is, that is Jay, ladies and gentlemen, that is Jay. He is often in our ear letting us know what's going on and actually able to read because he's not delusionally posing while we record a podcast. He is Jay DeFeo. They're going to edit his voice out. Let me just tell them what he said. No, they're not. Jay is also a cunt, and he (laughs) will remain in this episode for that reason. To chop Jay again would be transphobic. Because he has, in fact. It's by his request. He doesn't want to be included. Mm-hmm. Um, so he, didn't, he, didn't they, want be, he didn't want to be the only one in his whole family that had not transitioned. He didn't want to be the last. Oh, my God. <laughs> so apparently they, the, the, the producers had a grid of people they reached out to. And most of the, and most of the, um, some, some people did not respond and some people declined to be a part of it. But they are a part of it regardless. You know, if you go through something traumatic and something there's like, for example, Tina, the the Tina Turner movie, What's Love Got to Do with It? Um, I mean, I, I I don't know for sure, but I remember hearing articles that Tina Tina Turner, I think she was involved in the making of the movie. I'm not sure. Do you, do you know Lady Bunny? Ooh, DeAndre would be the good one for that. I mean, I do oh, yeah. remember something from that uh from that documentary that we had Deandra on to discuss, that's H R H Princess Deandra. <laughs> yes, love her. She was so funny. <laughs> well, honey, Diana Ross just pulled a stunt at one of her shows, and uh, and I might need to have Deandra come and break it down because I still don't know what happened. So, what's up, got to do with it? Tina? It was based on her 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 memoir, I Tina. 
And so she was a part of it, and but she just feels like there was um, some some parts of the movie she feels like she was not portrayed as a victim. But that's one standalone movie, right? No, I, no, I think she I think she was per, uh, shown as a victim, and she, and she wishes she, didn't she like wasn't. That. Yeah, yeah, she, she didn't like that. Well, so, she's she's look but, at what she's done for herself. She's come from oh, the, sure. the from the fields of Tennessee uh, or fields. Kentucky. Literally picking cotton, yeah, and and is is now in a mansion in Switzerland with her her husband, seemed very much in love. So after touring the world for decades, so since the eighties, yeah. So but with, with what's love got to it? That is, but one because she doesn't about- want to, she she doesn't want. I remember in the documentary, wasn't she saying that she didn't want to go on TV to to qual like to discuss the Ike thing. She wanted to be in the mindset of like, okay, grab your things, get in this car, get away from this man, get away from this situation, and you move on. And she mm-hmm. didn't like to go back to that. So she doesn't like she she wants to, listen, I'm I'm really freestyling it now, but she, from what I gather, wants to be, you know, judged and appreciated on her accomplishments, not the worst thing that ever happened to in her life, because people want right. to now come and paint people more as victims, possibly because people are more sympathetic. So they're going to be down for entertainment of that kind. Yeah. And so with with that, that is like one documentary, one snapshot at, at Tina Turner's life. With with the Dahmer series, there have been these people have like constantly have to relive this thing every couple of years. There's a new movie, a new film, a new series about this about your fucking son, nephew, grandson, uh, whatever being being like murdered in such a gruesome way. So I can see how that is upsetting to constantly have to relive that over and over again. You know what but I mean? There's, there's a legal thing that we're not really familiar with, but I'll right. give you an example. So um, when Michael Aleg murdered a couple of people uh, with axes, yes, the subject of Potty Monster, when World of Wonder made <laughs> Potty Monster, um, you know, it was Michael Aleg was sitting in jail and he could mm-hmm. not, by law, tell his own story. So by the, law, he could not. No, you cannot profit off of your crimes while you're serving from them, to my knowledge. So, um, so, so the, the question is, uh, James St. James told the story of the Michael Ailey gears through his own. He was a very, he was a big part of it. He was an associate of Michael's, a.k.a. drug buddy. And um, who was this? You said James St. James from World of Wonder. Now he's still there. Oh, yeah, yeah. So. Yeah. Uh, so you know that was that was uh, you, James was able to profit off of the story. So there's a legal thing of who gets to tell whose story and profit off of it. Yeah, yeah, it's it's, it's, it's very interesting. I think the whole thing is interesting. I think that this is going to bring a conversation because you know because true crime is such a big is such a big uh, such a big category in terms of like media consumption like podcasts like true crime podcasts are some of the biggest and the and and the most and the largest like podcast in, in, in the podcast space and i know lots of people listen to true crime podcasts i was listening to the view and sarah haynes brought up a good point she was like the difference between true crime podcasts and this jeffrey Dahmer thing is that the jeffrey Dahmer thing that is a that is a closed case like it's done lots of the true crime podcasts are often cold cases that people are still trying to figure out and when they do these podcasts maybe someone might hear something and someone might tip someone off and it might help solve these solve these cases and bring you know closure to some people but like with like something that's already cl- like a, a place that's cold that closed shut and is done to have to like relive it all again is different than like listening to a, a, a true crime podcast that you might tip someone off about helping something someone get closure. Well, 
I'm going to let the rest of you listen about Jeffrey Dahmer and other crimes on podcasts. And Netflix, Monet and I will still be out here creating, causing new crimes. Okay? (laughs) So (laughs) let's not forget that as we try to understand what the fuck everyone else is talking about. But we do have a song from TikTok, and this is something that I found, and this is a segment that will prove how young I am. Mm, a new segment. What's the name of the segment? <laughs> Definitely not the news. It's a TikTok video, honey. Look how cool I am. Right? See how I did that? One thing about me is that when I was 10, I went to India to visit my family. And when I was 10, I had this problem where I refused to shit outside my own house. Actually, I still have this problem, but that's not the point, so let's get back to the story. So, because I refused to shit, I didn't shit for about two weeks. And then, one day, I really, really had to shit, so I went to the toilet of my grandma's house, and I tried to shit. But what happened was, I couldn't shit. Cause I was constipated And I was in a lot of pain So I screamed for my mom And she came in And she took a piece of tissue And she tried to pull the shit out of my ass But because I hadn't shed for two weeks There was a lot of shit stuck inside of me So even after pulling out my shit I still had to shit. Bunny, My new You see, I'm connecting with children. You're sick. That was beautiful. What a okay, young, well, onto, fine young mind. Onto a lighter topic. How are you gagging at um, Shangela on um, Dancing with the Stars? I have not watched it. She looks beautiful. I follow wow, her on Instagram. Wow, so you hate Shangela. You no, hate Shangela. I love Shangela, and Shangela is multi-talented and pretty. And nice. And I wish her the best, and I hope she wins that fucking shit. Oh, my God. What if Shangela wins Dance with the Stars? That would be wild. Shangela, Shangela gets the Mirrorball Trophy, honey. Is that what they get? Yeah, the Mirrorball Trophy. Well, honey, I'm glad she's still up dancing. One time she came to New York and did a double death mm-hmm. drop and cracked both knees open. I'm like, ooh, gal. I know. I wish it was you. Oh, girl. Honey, if I did a death drop, they wouldn't be able to get me back up. My death drop is called death. (laughs) (laughs) Actual death. One one could only hope. And what about, about, is she she doing well, Shangela? Yeah, she's still there. I think she's three weeks in and she's still there. Okay. So that's good. Um, So what you're saying is that the show is white supremacy. I can't with you. Oh, Lizzo. And she was like in a what, museum going around trying different flutes. I know one of them was the crystal flute that had them all going, like an antique flute. And, and what was there? Listen, if you're bitching about somebody, and this is just, an, I don't know all the details, but if you're bitching about the kind of flute that someone is playing, I'm just going to take a wild guess that you don't like that kind of person. Whether she's black, female, overweight, whatever, you don't like her if you're trying to act like you care about what kind of flutes the bitch can and cannot play. That is hogwash. 
You don't like people like her. And you're coming up with an excuse. Biden invited her. That's Yes, there, there was something involved with that. And that's why they hated it right from the start. Because the Republicans hate Biden. Liza, Lizzo, Liza, Lizzo plays a 200-year-old crystal flute, accidentally summons a swarm of trolls. And uh, popular singer and singer Lizzo made headlines after playing a 200-year-old crystal flute on stage lent to her by the Library of Congress that once belonged to the fourth president of the United States, James Madison. So she was invited, lent to her, you know, by the Library of Congress, yeah, I mean, this was orchestrated. She, you don't call them up and say, let me go play your old flute sitting around. Would, would they? Because that, honey, that's a really silly thing to go off on. My God. Um, she's a trained flutist. She introduced the instrument and said, this is from the early 1800s. This was a gift to James Madison. Honey, do, is that, was he a president? Like an early president? I don't even know. Yes, the fourth president. <laughs> Lizzo went on to play a haunting melody with the flute and for her final flourish began twerking on stage before ending the performance and giving the flute back to its handler. Unbeknownst to her, Lizzo breathing music into that ancient flute summoned a legion of trolls. Furious that she had, <laughs> quote, desecrated, unquote, the sacred instrument by daring to shake her rear. For some reason, the simple act of twerking is a move guaranteed to boil the blood of right-wing culture warriors it's their kryptonite, a dance move which practically requires a trigger warning in advance lest they burst a blood vessel in blinding rage. Jenna Ellis, a former campaign lawyer for Donald Trump, said Liz's performance was a desecration purposefully of American history. Um, Matt Walsh, who is the, one of the anti-transgender leaders, said uh, he, he's called an, a right-wing influencer, described Liz's performance as a form of racial retribution according to the woke left. So what they're trying to get at is that younger generations that don't tend to vote Republican don't twerk. And so they're going to take this and use it as a weapon. You know, they're going to use anything, girl. They're going to use... I mean, it's it's like... Oh, for oh, sure. Yeah, you know what? If it was a white person that, that had come who was... okay. I remember this. I, because I've liked Lizzo's music and I don't like many, I followed her, followed her politics. At one point, uh, she announced that she liked, that we, people should listen to what Bernie Sanders had to, to hear. And honey, they, they soon that tweet was deleted because a national figure was recommending Bernie Sanders. <laughs> um, you know, apparently they just like said, oh no, girl, we, we, we want you to... So they want to say, you know... Hey, like the left wants to say, hey, here's someone heavy and black and female twerking. You can't take mm -hmm. it. You know, and as as just like um, Ron DeSantis, the governor of Florida, wants to send uh, with Gregory Abbott, the, the Republican governor of, uh, of um, Texas, send all of these immigrants up to AOC's to Martha's district. Vineyard. To, yeah, to Martha's Vineyard, where Kamala Harris was staying. Of course, Kamala had come out. I mean, it's not a bad idea to hold your feet to the fire in terms of what you say you represent as a politician because Kamala got in, you know, they, they won over Trump saying, uh, you know, that he was, you know, child uh, 
kids in cages, and that was why Trump was so horrible. Uh, Biden still keeps the kids in cages, and Kamala uh, goes to Honduras or wherever she went in South America and said, don't come, don't come to the immigrants. So what's the difference between that and Trump? If you still got um, the cages, if you still, you know, what's the difference? So, but I don't like to see like things like, this is really messy. There's one race where they're talking about somebody killed puppies. And then there's the Herschel Walker and his son, Christian Walker, who we started to talk about a little bit. And I think you may have more uh, knowledge about. If we're talking about yeah. who killed dogs, if we're talking about, you know, these, I want to know what's my pocketbook going to be like with this act? What are you proposing? You know, I, I don't want to know about your, you are bombing your employer with gossip. Now, it can be ridiculous gossip like Herschel Walker, Christian Walker's dad, who was a former sports player. Honey, the daddy and the kid, the brat, are gorgeous. Just gorgeous. He's running in... I do not think the kid is cute. I oh. think the kid is ugly as fuck. Oh, that kid is gorgeous. Um, anyway, and he knows it, and he's a little bitch. But um, anyway, he kind of stood up to his dad and uh, said, you know, how are you... Uh, let me find it because I don't want to misquote him. This is the New York Times, just so that you know what I'm reading. Um, now Christian Walker, 23, is at the center of a drama that could upend one of the most competitive races in the country. And Monet, of course, that's a Georgia Senate race that's very tight mm -hmm. between a Democrat. Stacey Abrams. That's right. And um, do you think do you think Stacey Abrams is going to win? I have no idea, and the, and I left the South because I don't like to be around those people. I worship their cooking. I worship their being with them and their ways and their accents and so much what else. People? And their Southern people, honey, they're, Southern people, there's some gorgeous, wonderful people. Oh, you said, and, I, you said I left the South so I didn't have to be around those people. I was like, who are you talking about? No, but I, that's Republicans what, or Democrats? No, there are gorgeous people down there, but they're all of them. I mean, this people, Southern people are, are gorgeous. A lot of times. Oh, yeah, I, I agree with that. Uh, anyway, so Christian Walker, you may have seen him online. He's very, very bratty. He'll be sitting there with it. Very inflammatory. Well, that's why he is hated, because he goes after the left, and he sits there with like a double latte grand thing, basically saying, peasants, you can't afford this. You're far left. And you're basically repeating, uh, he's being a black queen, snap queen version of what Fox is doing. Basically, honestly, and then and then he recently he was y'all may y'all may know this he was he was apparently behind the singer Kalani in line at a at a Starbucks I think and they had this like whole exchange and like she and like he got out of his car and was like getting wild at Kalani it was it just just look up Kalani and Christian Walker it was such a bizarre occurrence he is insane and he said like an influencer this is also from the New York Times uh, Christian Walker through his own. Uh, and his daddy, Herschel, ran, was a, a ball player who seems to be nuts, who is running for Senate now in Georgia. Um, mm -hmm. Christian Walker has been an, on his own right-wing warrior for several years. He built a large social media presence and revels in his seeming contradictions. He is a young black man who called the George Floyd protest, 
quote, terrorist attacks, unquote. He is attracted to men but does not identify as, quote, gay, unquote, while calling LGBTQ activists a, quote, rainbow cult, unquote, and mocking Pride Month. He delights in antagonizing the left through short video rants on social media, which I will say he is good at. He does know how to stick a knife into it, while often while holding an iced coffee and wearing an impish grin. So, yes, he's very good at sticking it to you, sticking it to you and giving you mean girl, rich girl, you know, oh, sorry about you peasants with a, with a you know, a, a, a coffee that he would like to think you can't afford. Right. It's, it's, it's very crazy. But I mean, with, with his dad, uh, all the scandals coming about his dad, he posted a tweet or he did a video recently saying, let me, let me find a quote. I, I have it here. He oh. posted a Twitter this, this week about his father, Herschel running for office. Mm-hmm. Quote, he has four kids, four different women, wasn't in the house raising one of them, unquote. He said of his father in one of two videos he posted to Twitter. Quote, he was out having sex with other women. Do you care about family values? Unquote. So Herschel is an anti-abortion rights um, Republican. And Mm -hmm. the son or someone has revealed just recently, which led to this Christian, his son's outburst, something to, uh, 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 it's been revealed that, uh, Herschel, the father, paid a woman to get an abortion, and here he is representing anti-abortion party right. of Republicans. So it's like so right. you 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 encourage women to get abortions. Yeah. So I mean, this is I mean, this is nothing new in my opinion for lots of these fucktards who want to strip abortion rights. They when they want to strip abortion rights for other people who when they need them, when they want their people to get them, when they don't want to have kids, then they 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 access it. But the and idea is that, when, that's how rich that, that's that's the Republican trickle down thing. That's how it works. I made enough, I took care of my own. The the right. the progressive way is to say I want to care about everybody, tax people more equally if they make tons of money and use that money to go towards people and what they need so that they have social security. They, when they're too old to work, they don't have to be out there like I will as a Walmart cashier. I mean, I already shopped there for all your outfits, Monet. Why not? Oh, so you buy me clothes. Since yeah, you know. that's all you've been wearing for years. Bitch, please. Mm. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, but again, go ahead. In the Huluin special, you gag me when you walk into the dressing room. I let, yeah. Oh, yeah, we're out of dress. You've got on like an African print with a matching headkerchief pinned into a shoulder length bob. And then suddenly, oh, through magic, that turns into that sculpture that you were wearing for the rest of the. Yeah, I, I want to see that. I, I'm so sorry they had to cut that when they styled well, you know, that wig into like that topiary. <laughs> I know. Well, you, when you're, I'm, I'm, I'm multi-talented, Bunny. I can do many things. I know uh, you're gagging on my eleganza, darling. Yeah. Well, if you can do many things, talented, I would just be happy to see one. How is the Baby tour bitch. going? The tour is going great. Seven Rivalry Live is such a great time. We're on today. We're we're recording this. That's coming out tomorrow. So the when you guys by the time you guys hit it, the tour, this first leg of the tour will be done. Oh, we're finishing off in in Houston, um, Texas, and we're picking up the we're picking up the slash. We may be announcing a second leg very soon. Who knows? 
But um, the first leg of our tour is in. It has really, really been a really good time. I love touring with Bob. The show has been great. A lot of people have, have received the show great. We have some Ebony and Irony listeners who have stopped by on the tour and expressed me how much they love Ebony and Irony as well. So it's all it's been very great. I'm very happy. Okay, cool, cool. And then you get a little break. Um, for the most part, I still I'm going out to. I have a bunch of stand up dates um, that got announced. I'm going to be in West Palm Beach and Miami on the 19th and 20th of October. So if you're in West Palm Beach and if you're in Miami, come listen to me tell some jokes, girl. It's going to be a good time. I love doing my stand-up comedy stuff, which uh, which I started this summer, and, and we got lots, sold out lots of um, comedy clubs and improv. So and where, I'm where are you going that. in Palm Springs? No, no, no. I'm going to West Palm Beach in oh. Florida and Miami. In Florida, oh, okay. Yeah. Where, where in Miami? West Palm Beach and the Miami Improv. Cool. Okay. It's oh, that's cool. Yeah. All right, mm-hmm. girl. Well, um, do we have anything else we want to blab about? So I just want to finish this off a little bit. So look, we are in an election season right before the midterms, where a lot of people don't vote. Um, mm-hmm. the, the the Democrats got a gift handed to them that made their numbers go up. Um, they went up a little bit when uh, Biden. Uh, agreed to cancel ten to $20,000 in student debt, but they had gone up before that when abortion rights were uh, were threatened and the, the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade. So that gave them a bump of women who wanted to ensure that their daughters or them, that they would have, uh, you know, the right to, to settle their pregnancy however they wanted to. And um, right. and so, you know, but now gas prices are going up and that's sometimes that's the only thing people vote on. I, I know this country. That's I mean, you know, and it's like <laughs> you and I may not see um, the difference, you know, but it, it once it's when it starts making it difficult for you, to, our whole system all over this country is is designed to where you have to get, have a car to go get stuff. So, yeah. um, you know, people that that fact if you don't have a, if you if you're you know pinching pennies you know that that's like a cut yeah it really is so i mean like i don't i don't drive uh you know so I, that doesn't hit me like i'm not at the pump like registering it and thinking yeah. oh i need to curtail my uh, activities if it's this much or tell what's her name to get her own ride <laughs> you know? well i was telling someone i was saying to someone the other day i was like you know, because I know what, like, I, when I go grocery shopping for myself at a supermarket, like, I have noticed, like, a substantial increase in, like, the normal things I'll buy. Like, it just, it just costs, like, I mean, I would say, I would, I would guess to me, maybe about, like, 25% more. Yeah. Like, what I used to pay as opposed to what it costs now. And I was just trying to think, like, like, kids that, kids, people that have kids, I'm like, how are people living with kids? Like, I just uh. don't understand. Like, I was in, I was in Manhattan recently and I was and I was just at the store and I was buying I got um a bacon egg and cheese no I got um a, a chicken lettuce tomato on whole wheat bread and um and back when I was a kid like that and I'm not talking about Brooklyn like when I would come to Manhattan like that would that was that was 425 right that was that, that was 425 to get chicken lettuce tomato on a hero at that point not just wheat bread on a hero because I was a fat bitch 425 for chicken lettuce tomato on a hero. That's what that costs. It cost me 10.95 to get that now. That is up that is more than that is more than 120% increase in the past what 10 years, which sounds crazy. Really? I'm like so yes. Oh wow. It costs 
ten dollars ninety five cents. So I'm wondering. So if people have kids, like when you when you give your kids lunch money, you can't even give your kids five bucks and be like, "Bitch, this is your lunch money for you to get a fucking sandwich and like a soda to drink at the to, to drink at the store." Now, like now to to give your kids lunch money, you give your kids fifteen bucks. Like, and people aren't 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 making much more than what they used to make ten years ago. So to me, I just can't fathom how people are, are like supporting. One, imagine having two kids. Like, how the fuck are you taking care of these fucking monsters? Yes, I agree. So you you think a mass murder of all children is the way to go? Yes. <laughs> Kill them all. <laughs> well, you know, Marty that's... Green thinks that Pete Buttigieg is trying to emasculate people by pushing electric cars as opposed to gas cars. I mean, but we know this bitch is... She, at this point, she just is just saying things for headlines. Like, Marjorie Taylor Greene cannot believe the shit she's saying. There's no way she thinks that. I mean, I'm, I'm, you know, maybe, let me not say that. I'm sure there's some part of her that thinks that an electric car is feminine and a gas car with your Ford F-150 gas car, that's masculine. I'm sure she thinks that. But I don't, I, 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 I cannot believe she thinks that. <laughs> so, she, so she doesn't think that. She's tied that together to tie in multiple issues which concern the right. And I watched, uh, uh, I don't even know the guy's name, on Fox News last night. Can you believe that he tied up in a neat little package of why we should hate the left? He tied up immigrants uh, along with sex trafficking, which he claimed the new immigrants from Guatemala and uh, I think Venezuela are from. and with Chinese money that they were also tying in Hunter Biden and Joe Biden to. So I was like, so you've literally, you've like taken anything they might have heard and wrapped it up into the immigration issue because there's a vague idea out there that the that the Republicans do better or st- or stronger against too many immigrants. Girl, it, neither neither one of them. They both have the same po- policy, but it's just to rile people up. And this is actually one other thing I wanted to 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 talk about because so there's another candidate in the South. They're talking about he killed dogs or something. Is it or is, it, is that Doctor Oz? If that was. Yeah, it's not in the South. Yeah, the, the person running against Dr. Oz in Pennsylvania. Okay, so um, is the is the one that killed? So oh, Dr. Oz. So, yeah, sorry, sorry, sorry. sorry. But yeah. the problem that I have with it is that, of course, if you paid a woman to have an abortion and you're an anti-abortion or Christian candidate like Herschel Walker then that should expose you to your voters that you actually do not share their values in private. But when you go to things about that aren't related to our values, really, I mean, killing dogs is most people's values is not to do it, but I don't know the circumstances and to just hear killing dogs. But it's like, so if I, if someone is gross, I'm not going to vote for them because they killed dogs at some point or they, um, you know, uh, have done something else that has no bearing on any policy that affects our lives. Will you protect Social Security? Because there's people in both parties, especially the Republican Party, that have tried to cut Social Security before, and they're trying to use this as a rallying cry. You better stick with that, because if people, a lot of people don't vote in the midterms. 
If you're going to talk mm. about puppy killers and not what's going to be in my pocketbook, you're going to lose my interest in a hurry. And that's what the Marjorie Taylor Greene is trying to do. So, yeah, they're using these immigrants as a political football, uh, you know, to, to make it seem like one is, is so much better and one is so much worse, when in fact, the reason that nothing's changed with it in all these years is because they are in charge. Right. <laughs> and they keep going back and forth, you know? Right. So it's just, I, I, you know, it's, it's wild. It's, it's, it's really wild when they throw stuff up to me. But there's one thing that, that I think is a failure of the left. Um, because they do engage in this. Do you remember hearing about Matt Gates? Uh, he yes. had a he, he sex traveled trafficking. sex trafficking with a, a a minor who was 17 years old. And um, mm -hmm. so, look, I, I'm not a Republican. I have no interest in his platform. I don't know what he stands for, but I'm sure it's ye good old gods and religion, which I have no, you know, that's not the way that I go in any way. But we had Nancy Pelosi, we had like breaking news talking about this when it dropped a year ago. And even when it dropped, I said, so wait, y'all are, I think he actually went with a girl who was 18 and then his accomplice or the guy that was allegedly applying the girls, uh, supplying the girls, turned out to be like a crook himself. So all I'm saying is that do that work first that this drag queen can do because uh, last week they announced that Matt Gates is not going to be charged with anything and that's two years of people slamming him. It's like focus on the real issues, not whether someone who didn't turn out to be guilty of what he was charged as, like Mike, Mark, Mike Gates, Gates or whatever he's, you know, not whether someone killed puppies what their worldview is, are they left or right? Or are they, are they elite versus the bottom? Or are they 99% versus the 1% that we're going to have to attack for equality? This is why you, to, to fit, that Matt Gates and whether uh, the girl he went across the state lines with was trafficking or prostitution or whether she was 17 or 18, if she's legal or, or you know, then you really can't do much. And we, you sat around talking about bullshit for nothing. And I just don't think that's a way to win elections. But you know, when you say, but there were, uh, when you say there, but there were other things, well, they could be other things like this where there is no charge two years down the line. So someone decided now, have they been corrupted by Matt Gates? Is this a Trump judge? I have no idea. But someone decided it wasn't even worth, so it's not worth charging him. I don't want to talk about it, you know? I mean, sure, there may have been other things, but were they other things like this? That what you wait two years and there's no charges, you know? And, and because I don't think politics should be about let me slam anybody—Matt Gates, Trump, uh, you know, uh, you know, whatever. It should be about where do you stand on never touching Social Security so that people can retire with dignity? Said an old bitch who's sixty. Okay, I'm thinking about my retirement. Same, me too. I'm thinking about your retirement as well. And you know what I'm thinking about? I think about retiring from this podcast today, but I think, uh, I think we've covered a lot of stuff. To I'm retire, you would have to have worked. Yeah, so you can't do that. <laughs> yeah. So here we are. Oh, also um, Ginger Minj is in the Hocus Pocus 2 movie. Yeah, she is. I haven't seen it yet. Have you? No, I didn't see the first one. Oh. I tried. Oh, <laughs> 
Who else is in it with her? It's good. I'm Kamara Hall and Cornbread. Oh, so two new girls. Yeah, I was supposed to be in um, the Hocus Pocus movie, this two one, but myself and Jujubee. But we were both filming Secret Celebrity Drag Race, and we couldn't leave to go film Hocus Pocus. Wait, you mean they're still going to make more of those? No, no, no. I was supposed to be in Hocus Pocus 2, the one that Corm... I, no, I, I mean, I, but they're going to make more show. Celebrity I, Drag Race? Oh, my God. No, we were... The one that's airing now, we were... Hocus Pocus 2 filmed the, filmed the same time Celebrity Drag Race was was filming. Okay. So, and I, I'm, I think <laughs> I'm kidding, I was bitch. supposed to have... <laughs> I think I was supposed to have the Mary, the drag queen Mary Sanderson role, and Juju B was gonna be the drag uh, Sarah Jessica Parker role. Oh, so um, it was kind of like a, gonna be a Bridgerton thing where they had to stick a black performer in a role that had traditionally <laughs> not gone to one, unless you consider Kathleen Jimmy Indian, which she is. Is she? Yes, no, Jimmy. Oh, work. Yes. I didn't know that. Work. There's another. Um, there's another Indian snake I just saw who is named oh Nikki. God. Nikki. Um, Nikki Haskell. What is it? No, not Nikki Haskell. Nikki. Oh damn it! The South Carolina. She's the uh, to, to the UN. She's representative to the UN. Sarah. Nikki Haley. Oh girl, that thing is dangerous. Dangerous. Let me tell you. Yeah, she is wild. She's beautiful she's wild. too, and she looks gorgeous right now. Because I saw her on something last night. She wasn't making any sense, but she is. Yeah. She can talk. Um, which, please, a mom of three in Texas fears that Hocus Pocus two can smell, then unleash hell on your children through the television screen. Jamie Gooch of Troy is warning parents to think twice before allowing children to watch Disney's long-awaited sequel to the classic 1993 Halloween click, claiming that nothing good can come from exposing youngest to fictional witches. I don't know. A worst-case scenario is you unleash hell on your kids and in your home. Girl, come on. A movie is not that. How come? She's in Troy, Texas? Girl. A worst, a worst-case scenario? Oh, skip it. Oh, Quote, do not watch this film, unquote, Gooch advised. Quote, everyone thinks it's fake and innocent, but they could be casting any kind of spell they want to. Anything could be coming through that TV screen into your home, unquote. Oh, I bet a drag queen or trans person or non-binary could come through there. Well, she is quite lovely. Um, she's a Christian whose family doesn't even celebrate Halloween. You know it's a right wing thing to get rid of Halloween and they think it's a left-wing thing to get rid of Christmas and have any other kind of Hanukkah or any kind of other uh, you know Muslim holidays that that, that that pop up on Apple calendar now because everybody wants to be dispersed. actually a, a, a listener did contact me and let me know what because <laughs> don't you get Muslim holidays on your calendar uh, or no, I, I, have Indian. All, I have all of them turned off. Like, oh, I didn't know you could turn them off. So I'm just like Miss International celebrating everybody's holiday. Okay, I don't know you could turn them off. See, okay. Yeah. Well, bye, bitch. Bye, my dear. I'll talk to you very soon. <laughs>